Welcome in Pixely Podcast. We are a little bit early with this episode. Aaron has to be uh, somewhere at our normal broadcasting time. So a little, a little bit earlier, a little bit fresher, I'd say. We're, we're both in our work uniform. So, uh, you know, just, just a little bit of, a little bit of first impressions, should I say? A little bit of freshness, you know, popping my collar, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I've got a pixely question. Do you have one? Uh, go for it. Let's hear this pixely question. Okay. Melissa actually came up with this. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shout out to uh, shout out to you, Melissa. I'm trying to pull up my dang bracket uh, from ESPN so that way we can talk about that while I'm saying this. So this could be interesting. Um, do I even log in? Anyways, uh, all right. So here's the question: When yes. you set up, to, I'm assuming that sometimes you have to put toilet paper back on the little roll, right? Do you, I do. do you have to, yes, you have to do that on occasion. Okay. Yeah. I too, I too have to do that on occasion because sometimes you run out, you know, mid, you know what, and you have to reach back and refill. Classic occasion there. So when you do that, which uh, orientation do you put the toilet paper in? Does it go behind the back or does it mm-hmm. lay over the front? So I like behind the back. That's mm. easier to pull. You got to pull, mm-hmm. put a little tension into it. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, just, I know a little bit about tension. I can tell you a little that. bit about tension, you know, a little bit of, a gra- little bit of some statics and mechanics. Exactly. You grab that back in and you have to pull it. Then in the front, it's just awkward, man. It's yeah. just awkward. You're just like yeah. coming over the top. I like the behind and then pull. And then look, it, and and I, I have my own opinion here, but uh, I I I agree with what you're saying here. I really do. And, and and to add on to what you said, think about this, right? If it's laying out the front, right? When do you know when to stop? You know, you you just keep pulling, and eventually you have to refill that thing again, right? Because you right. just pulled so much out. Um, I don't know about you, Aaron, but whenever it lays out the back, like you said, attention. It's almost like an auto release. You know those uh you know those like uh paper towel holders where you swipe your hand under it, it automatically cuts the paper towel for you. Uh it's gonna be one of those scenarios where it's just almost automatic. All you gotta do is gives you a uh a singular amount and mm-hmm. then you pull it and you have your it's just consistency, right? You don't have to well, wrap it around your hand and sure. So. How many sheets are the perfect amount of sheets though? Oh, Brother, you're going down a, a tangent here. Okay, so I'm going to answer the first question, and then we're going to dive into the second question. We we got some time here. First question, I say it depends on the scenario. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to impress a girl, you got to go over the front. Okay, okay. That's the way the girl the girls like it clean. I I think Melissa likes it clean, but uh, you know, if you're trying to impress a woman, this is really how I got Melissa. If I'm being <laughs> honest with you, I every toilet that I, every toilet that I had in the apartment or, uh, in the house and stuff like it always flapped over the front. And she saw mm-hmm. that so this is a keeper. All mm-hmm. of her exes didn't do that. All of her sure. exes were thinking torsion and mathematics and, you know, the, the different, uh, the, the different scenarios here, but right. Hey man, I'm catering to the woman and she mm. knew that she identified it. And that's how I ended up with her. Now, uh, logically it goes around the back frat parties, mm-hmm goes around the back okay i'm not a frat guy uh i'm i'm married to you know a woman and uh and i i don't party anymore right right so it always goes over whatever melissa wants 
If For she sure. wants it around the back, it'll go around the back. If it goes over the front, it'll go over the front. For to sure. this day, I have no idea what she wants, but it is what it is. <laughs> as long All as right. she's happy. To answer your second question, how many uh, sheets, right? How many mm-hmm. sheets? Is that what they're identifying? Okay, so sheets. How many sheets is the perfect amount per wipe? Okay, so we're on a per wipe. So let me let me add on to this. How many folds? Mm. I, I got three folds. Okay, well, no. One, okay, two, right. you're, three. You're thinking different folds here. Okay, I'm thinking uh, sheet-wise sheet wise okay i we we go bougie on on the the toilet paper okay you should mm-hmm. not go cheap on toilet paper like great no. value get that crap out of here that's sam's right. club maybe maybe on the sam's club but like right. the great value and all that crap that can go in the garbage kroger brand absolutely not uh but uh what do we use we're not sponsored for this podcast but we use the uh ultra soft it's ridiculously soft uh, right. Doesn't matter. Anyways, I only have to do like three or four sheets. Ooh, that's per, nice. Per wipe. It's it's very selective. And as far as folds, I I I mean, dare I say this on the podcast, I'll reuse. I fold <laughs> I fold in half and reuse. That's surface a, areas yeah. surface area is gonna be the same, and I have identified how much surface area my butt takes up. Hey man, you got to do what you got to do, no. in order to save some money. So we will never get a sponsor for this ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ever. Oh my goodness! But well, yeah, I think that eight's about the about the right amount. Eight sheets. eight sheets, eight sheets. Man, you guys must have run through a ton of toilet paper. We don't save on it for sure. Yeah, we'll get that thirty-six pack from Sam's Club. Spend you know twenty dollars. <laughs> run through that stuff real fast all right well let's uh let's talk what do we want to talk here baseball basketball well we've we've got some ncaa march madness yep now now wanted to get somebody on for this one but it just didn't work out so it is what it is but but what i what i think is going to be crazy because we uh we may have to upload this one a little early because since the game's tomorrow yeah, we can and, do it tonight. I'll yeah. upload it tonight. Sure. Yeah. And then uh but uh yeah, Hogs playing um tomorrow against Illinois, got that eight nine seed. Um may talk about a little bit of bracket and see how bracket, we do bracketology. on bracketology. A little bit of bracketology. We I, you have your bracket done. Oh yeah. I've got uh oh. two brackets here, one for work and then one for uh the groomsman. Mm. Bless it. I need to do the groomsman one. I've yes, got one for work, but, uh, yeah, man, Arkansas got that eight, nine seed. It was, uh, I don't think anyone didn't expect that. I thought we would yeah. get eight, nine, 10 seed. I thought it was possible for a seven. If you listen to the podcast, you knew we were getting an eight or a nine. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was coming. If they would have beat, uh, Texas A&M, maybe they jump up to that seven line, but really yeah. there's not much difference between seven, that seven seed and that 11 seed. Um, the talent you're going against is about the same. And so unless you get that six seed or higher, I really like a top 25, five seed. I think that's a nice seed to have, but, um, you know, they're, they're just going to be ready for this game against Illinois. Um, I don't know. Did you see the metrics on this game? No. Do I need to? 
it's it's pretty even. Offensive efficiency, three point shooting, free throw shooting, defensive efficiency, like they are they are almost even all the way down. There's a two percent difference um, on the three point shooting, thirty two percent to thirty percent, but that's the only major difference. They average the same amount of points a game. They give up the same amount of points a game, and so uh, Illinois. This should be a good game. Um, they take wow. some of the. It, it is close. They wow. uh they take they've taken this throughout the year. Of course, Nick Smith has only been back for four or five games, but uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting matchup. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the uh, spread and the money line right now. Spread is two in favor of Arkansas. This is going to be a very very good game. Illinois is talented. Um, I think we see that with the magical 20 wins that we've said time and time again. You got to get 20, and then you're kind of in the sweet spot. I don't call an eight seed the sweet spot by any means, but I think you're, you know, you're you're going to be playing some decent competition that's pretty similar to you. Um, For sure. And, and they, they've got 20 wins. Um, under over is 143 and a half. So that's what, 70 two points somewhere in there 71 and a half for each team so uh man i'm i might go the over on this i think this is going to be like a 76 71 game i think the winner is the team that hits 75 Mm. 75 is going to be that goal i like that take yeah the winner is going to be the team that scores 75 points um we'll see what happens in this game but uh, I think Nick Smith Jr. gives Arkansas a little bit of an advantage. Um, there's a few guys from a couple of past national championship contenders um, on Illinois. Uh, both their guards are pretty high caliber. One of the players uh, what transferred from Baylor and was actually on the Baylor national championship team. Um, little guard that can shoot threes for him. But uh, outside of outside of that, they're two guards. If you can hold them down. And I, and I think this is where that length on defense is going to be an advantage. Um, if you can hold down those two guards, I, I like their their chances. Um, you put Devo on one, you put Black on the other. Council, let Council rough them up a little bit. Um, this team's going to be ready. Yeah, and I think the guy who's going to score the most points is the Shannon guy, Terrence Shannon. I know it's low pickings, but uh, mm-hmm. he, he's scoring 17 a game. And then right behind him is the forward, Matthew Mayer. Uh, he's shooting 12 and a half or 12.8 a game. So those two guys have experience. They played uh, 32 games, 30, 32 games, somewhere in there. So just about the whole season. In fact, I would venture to say that is the whole season, actually, 32 mm-hmm. games for, for Illinois. So, um, I mean, they, they've got some talent. They've got some uh, experience. It's going to be interesting to watch what happens. Uh, a guard and a forward scoring uh, the 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 uh, top two points per game. Uh, you could say forty percent of their points come from those two. You that's know? What I was, yeah, that's where I was getting at. Is that that's pretty impressive. Usually, you'll see guards throwing threes, and uh, they'll, they'll just be pumping those numbers up. But to see a forward in the two spot there, that that means a they distribute the uh, distribute the ball well, and mm-hmm. b so that means everybody's getting points. Right? Um, we're seeing. I don't know five, six, maybe even seven people above six points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're distributing the ball well. Everybody's getting a fair share. And also, they can score in the paint. If a forward's mm-hmm. in second spot here uh, with points per game, they can score in the paint, and they're not scared to drive the paint. So we need to be prepared for some stupid fouls in this game. 
we need to be prepared for the refs calling some stupid calls. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, that's, that's part of the game. So for sure. Here's the real question. How far you got Arkansas going? Man, <laughs> I'm about to get hate. I'm about to get hate because I do not see them going far. I see us beating Illinois but losing to Kansas. Kansas is too good this year. Arkansas isn't on their level. When I say that, I mean it wholeheartedly. If we had Brazil back, I would think maybe. Uh, but, man, we are, we're struggling against teams like A&M, and A&M is not a Kansas. That's a fact. It can, I mean, we, we could be surprised like we were last year, and I'll give you your chance to answer this too, mm-hmm. but we can be surprised like we were last year, and we let's say Howard pulls an upset. That would be dream come true if you're Arkansas. Right. Uh, but I don't see that happening. I think Kansas is too good. In fact, I've got Kansas going to the national championship in uh, in both of my brackets. I think they're both uh, – I think they're going to win, uh, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I haven't watched much Kansas ball, but I know they're good. So – that's where I've got – in one of my brackets, I've got Baylor, Kansas, and then I've got Virginia, Kansas. So, uh, one and three and one and four. So, uh, that's where I'm standing. All right, what do you think? How far do you think Arkansas is going? You know, I'm going with the routine of Eric Musselman. I got him in the Elite Eight. You know, I've there. You they're, think they're going to do a three-peat almost? I do. And this is what I think is going to happen. I think they beat Illinois. Okay. Uh, they match up really well with KU. KU's tallest player is 6'8". Um, they're filled with shooters. One of the things that coach likes to do is shut down the three-point line, and they've done a really great job shutting down the three-point line. Example Definitely. example A against Alabama, keeping those games close yeah. um, uh, later on in the year because they shut down the three-point line, three for 24 in that matchup. Um, if that was a on a mutual court, I think Arkansas actually wins that game. Um, but it's one of those things where I think since they have a player at six, eight, this is an opportunity for the Mitchell twins to be a little more physical first off on defense. And then secondly, you can get, um, oh my gosh, I, I wanted to say Devonte Abrams and Devonte Abrams hasn't played at <laughs> Arkansas in years. Um, close enough, close enough. Um, uh, number Devontae. 11. Oh, uh, Smith, Jalen Graham, Jalen Graham. Yeah. I think that this is, is a matchup for Jalen Graham to score points. Uh, His, his, his weakness is defense. So you can set this up with the Mitchell twins and Graham can, can guard a, a, a smaller forward. Yeah. Um, And, and you leave Mitchell in there for his stout defense, either one of the twins, Makai or Mikel. And then you put, uh, Graham out on one of those smaller forwards and let him run around the traffic and let him, let him go to work when down in the post, whenever he can. And uh, with that being said, I, I just like the matchup. I think Arkansas has a, a great opportunity in this one to move forward. Um, and then after KU, and we can go back to this KU game and we can discuss if we need to, yep. but after, after KU, the bottom of this, of, of the West region at least at the top, the top eight teams. I don't think that St. Mary can beat Arkansas. I don't think that BCU can beat Arkansas. I don't think UConn can beat Arkansas. UConn was good early in the season, but they're not they're they're not the team that blows you away. Um, they can play any type of basketball. They've got a good big. They can go up and down. They can go slow pace. But I just don't see them beating Arkansas. Uh, and then they've got Iona on that. Rick Pitino, 
the legend from Louisville. He got a national championship a few years ago. But I don't think there's a team on that side that's intimidating for that Sweet 16 matchup. I think Arkansas beats any of those four teams, gets to the Elite Eight, loses to UCLA. I would I would agree uh, with you that – what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I agree that Kansas and Arkansas is going to be a good game. I just don't think Arkansas has it in them. And, oh, here's what I was going to say. I was BSing that last part. But here's uh, here's what I was going to say. I I think that uh, – oh, gosh, I just blanked again. What was I going to say? <laughs> okay, well – uh oh, Kansas is the biggest obstacle for Arkansas to meet in the Elite Eight again. That's what I was gonna say, and then I forgot it, and then I remembered, and then I forgot it again. Mm-hmm. Kansas is most definitely the most intimidating uh part. I think that we can beat UConn, uh, but I just don't see us getting past Kansas. Now, with that said, we've got to get behind or get uh defeat Illinois. Mm-hmm. and Illinois is a tough mashup. They're going to be really good, and it's going to be fun to watch them. In fact, I would venture to say, sorry, uh, work. I may be taking some vacation, some PTO, <laughs> at about 3.30 p.m. Uh, tomorrow. I'm going to bet the whole state tomorrow in their office, if they're not off out, out of work, will be listening or watching the game while at work. Yeah. I can, I can remember two years ago, I was in my office and I was going to take off for the day. I told my boss ahead of time, I was like, listen, I love March Madness. I need you to know if I'm at work, I'm not going to miss a Razorback game. It's going to be on in my office. And she goes, you can have it on in your office. Actually, we'll put it in the back because I worked with employees with, with disabilities. We put a giant screen in the back for the, for the, the client's. And then we just, I just went back there during the game off and on. And like you, I could tell what was happening because I ended up getting busy during the game. I could tell what was happening by how they were yelling in the back room. <laughs> I got to tell you something. It's funny you mentioned that. They actually are installing a 75 inch TV in the main cubicle area at work. <laughs> so that is excellent timing, actually. That is, that is great timing. And I guarantee everyone at your job is going to be like, listen, hey. I can connect my phone. And it's literally, it. It, it's literally right behind my cube too. So this is <laughs> not good. Not good. Seventy-five s- incher, and it's probably ten feet away, twenty feet away. <laughs> Sorry, boss man. Hey, uh, I three thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be taking some PTO here in a minute. No, we're trying to pitch it to uh, boss man that we can all take vacation. Land development can all take vacation and just go to JJ's. And uh, and drink and have fun and hoot and holler and he has. It'll be during hidden. happy hours. Exactly, that's what I said. I I pitched it. I'm like, dude, this is happy hour. You can even flip the bill for us and then expense it, <laughs> and the company will pay for it. I'm like, this is a genius idea. But I don't know. He hasn't, he hasn't followed up on that email yet. So I don't know why they haven't made you CEO yet. I can name several reasons why they haven't <laughs> made me CEO. <laughs> oh man well boss man did he pulled me into well i better not say anything so i'll, I'll yeah. wait till we're off the air because uh, some of uh some of the people at work do listen to this so i gotta be careful. Uh, that's good that's good we, we'll talk about it off the air <laughs> well and, and what i was gonna do was you know we'll, we'll watch that game and, and you got to be ready for illinois 
you you take it one game at a time. There are 68 hungry teams now, 66. Um, Mississippi State lost last night in a heartbreaker. Um, I believe it was Texas Southern over SEMO last night as well. So we're down to 66 teams, but there are 66 other hungry teams um, who want to win this national championship. Uh, Arkansas has gotten one, gotten, you know, it's hard to win. There's a reason why they've been to only to two, um, one, one, um, you know, you'd want them to be the last person there, um, get through Illinois, worry about the next game. Uh, and we'll just go from there. Um, I do have to say who is in my championship though. Oh, yep. Let's get it. I have Purdue. Arkansas and and Utah State. Yes. (laughs) I'm getting, I'm getting. Yes. No, Purdue and UCLA. I think Purdue. I like that. I think Purdue has a walkthrough to the Sweet 16. I mean, and honestly, they may have a walkthrough to the Elite Eight. And I just don't like any matchup against Zach Eady, 7-6. You know, um, they're, I have them against Memphis winning. I got them because it's Memphis or Florida State or Florida Atlantic in that second round. And so I think they win that. And I think Oral Roberts beats Duke in the first round. Oral Roberts is really good this year. Um, I don't know if you – Keep in mind, Purdue is the same team who almost lost to uh, Penn State, which I believe is a 10 seed. Yeah, well, 10, Penn State so was in the Big Ten. There. Yeah, Penn State was the big was in the Big Ten championship, and so uh, you know, also that, true. You know they they made that run similar to what A and M last year, except you know since they're in the Big Ten, they got in A and M last year, didn't get in even though they deserved it. I'm not yeah, salty got, for A and M. They got snubbed last year. Oh, I will God. go to my grave with that. They got absolutely snubbed. I'll even say this year that they were underseeded. I mean, they they gave them a seven. They they deserved a five or six. Uh-huh. You know, they set them up for a difficult matchup with Penn State. They, they tore it up last year. For or sure. Not last year, but the last couple of weeks they tore it up. Well, for and sure. last year, but you get what I'm saying. For sure. But um, I have that how far do you think? How far do you think Alabama is going to go? I think Bama will be in the Final Four. I just think they'll lose to Purdue. I've got them losing to San Diego State. That's a tough one there in the Sweet 16. That's going to be a good one. That's how yeah. far I've got them. I've got them going to the Sweet 16 and choking to San Diego State. I do think you, they. You, I think they'll have a lead going into the second half. Right. Uh, let's say 37 to 32. Mm-hmm. And then San Diego State will pull out the win like 75 to 71. Oh, okay. Off free throws. That's what I think. Do you have any major upsets in the first round? Uh, that's a good question. I have major, no, but I've got NC State over Creighton. Okay, um, I've got which is respectable, right? I've got um, let's see, USC over Michigan State, which is pretty ballsy if you ask me. And yeah, then... Michigan State knows how to make those runs. And I may actually need to change mine to have Michigan State in the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, you USA. can't change. No, <laughs> you we're on. You can't do that. <laughs> I've got I've got Penn State beating A and M, which was another tough one. I don't know about that one, but I've got Penn State beating A and M and then losing to Texas. Um, 
And that was that's pretty much it. Auburn beating Iowa. That's it. That's all I've got. I've got Furman over Virginia in that 13 wow. matchup. Furman is has been known to make some upsets. I like Furman. Um I've got Oral Roberts over Duke. Oral Roberts is very good this year. Duke uh, Duke did fall off. I've got mm-hmm. Duke going to the Sweet 16 losing to Marquette, but I think I I don't I don't feel confident in that at all. For sure. I've got Montana State over K-State in the 14-3. Uh, Montana State has been known to make some upsets, and Kansas State is is not consistent. I like that. Uh, uh, so I do think that Montana State pulls that upset off in that fourteen three matchup. And I and I was, you know, on the other side of the bracket. You're gonna listen to this one, and you're gonna be like, "What are you talking about, Aaron?" Oh no! Oh no! I see it coming. I see it coming right now. The dentistry school of Colgate <laughs> over Texas. Colgate. Oh gosh. Colgate. That's the most ridiculous take ever. No. Well, you remember playing Colgate two years ago, right? I do, but man. Listen. I'm laughing now, but it's going to bust my bracket. <laughs> but Colgate... I remember playing them two years ago. Those players that played Arkansas, they were up by 14 on Arkansas uh, in the first half before Arkansas just went on this just crazy run to finish the game or finish that half. And then Arkansas went down again, 10 points, second half, ended up winning by 15. uh, So won it comfortably. But Colgate still has those players, except they're older. And they can shoot threes. Texas is a decent team, but they don't have their head coach. Chris Beard isn't there anymore, so they're Good using point. an assistant, and he is I, not. You know, I did not take that into account, so I agree with you on that. And he and he did not. He does not have experience in a game like this. Um, maybe he has assistant experience, but he's there's they're going to be making the head coaching decision, and I just see Colgate upsetting the Texas Longhorns. You know. You had a lot of good reason with that. And I laughed at first, but hang on one darn second. You're you're on the money. You're you're on the money. You've got a good point. And while we're talking about uh underseating Grand Canyon, did you see that their equipment did not get shipped? That's nuts. I did not <laughs> the know band that. the band got their stuff, the cheer got their stuff, but the players did not get their uniforms, their shoes, their practice jerseys, nothing. Nothing came through. And so they ended up, I think they got to play Friday and they're supposed to get it overnighted tonight. (laughs) You expedite (laughs) that stuff. You expedite that in half day. How crazy is that, man? That is crazy. You know, I would, uh, if I'm a university there, I'd be like, listen, what clothes sound comfortable? We're going to get you some jerseys real quick. We're running up to. uh, It's in Colorado. So it's only like a state away. That's true. But yeah, yeah I, I see what you're saying. I mean that <laughs> that'd be like us going to like Kansas or something. You know, well, it wouldn't be too severe. Either that, or we'll t- we're going to call one of the interns down there and say, "Hey, <laughs> we're giving you a full scholarship to drive all night and get this stuff here." <laughs> Let's so. see, Phoenix, Arizona is Grand Canyon University. So I'm about to see this map is brought to you by Cooper and Duke. Uh, Cooper, who really wants to go on a walk after this, and Duke. <laughs> Who I have not heard a peep out of. Oh, he's chewing on a bone. I've oh, heard okay. him. 
Yeah, I'm I'm checking uh, how far it is to Denver, Colorado, from Grand Canyon University, and it is okay. I am bad off. It's a 13 hour drive. Well, someone's making that drive, <laughs> <laughs> or or a two hour flight. That's a two right. hour flight from 106 dollars. That's the easiest 106 dollars I have ever heard of. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and we're going to be paying Southwest and buying about 60 tickets. So yeah. It's 800 and 815 miles. Oh, man. I underestimated that badly. It's true. That, well, well they, I guess it is It is like us going to Kansas, I guess, just Northwest Kansas. Maybe Nebraska would have been better. We could have – from here to Denver is 12 hours. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so about the same drive. But oh. – uh yeah, so we've got our we've got our upsets here. Um, I will say real quick, my ultimate upset will be Miami in the Final Four. I do have A and M in the uh, Elite Eight. Um, I had mm-hmm. I had Pittsburgh beating. Oh, I have Kennesaw State beating Xavier too, fourteen three. Wow, I know it. So I have dude, uh, you have some wild takes right now. I know it, man. I just there this the playing field so even this year. There's mm-hmm. no telling what we get. So I've got uh, I've got Miami losing to Indiana in the round of thirty two. So yeah, there's, there's that. There, I I did not go as liberal as you did. I mean, you went absolutely wang wang on this. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, my final four is Miami, UCLA, Bama, and Purdue. With Purdue beating UCLA in the national championship. So we like will it. see what happens there. Before we get off here, Arkansas baseball won their 10th straight today. <laughs> Forgot about baseball. Whatever. They just uh, won 10 straight. Yeah. They've been doing really well. Um, the pitching has stepped up. The bats have hit. Did you hear in the past, like, I think it was six games, they've hit 21 home runs. It might be eight. I think it's eight games. They've hit 21 home runs. I'd believe that. That we is just are... We're about to pull up our uh hang on our uh Wagner tracker, RBI tracker here. Uh this is brought to you by 2023 Arkansas baseball overall statistics for Arkansas as of <laughs> March 14, 2023. Yes, sir. Okay, batting average for Jared Wagner, 390. Went down a little bit. Yep. Oh gosh, it's just awful now, isn't it? 390. <laughs> I can't do that. Kick him off the team. Uh, he's slugging 814 and RBI's 27. Has that been updated since today? He hit a home, a two run home no, run today. Not today. Nope. It, so, it is updated as of the 14th, which was yesterday. So, so he hit uh, a two run home run today and had two RBI's. So that's 29 now. And, and he uh, might be Jace, back up to 400. So. Yeah. Jace Bofrin right now is batting 442. Well, as of yesterday, he's batting 442 at 17 RBIs, slugging 846. Man, this is a good team. This is a really fun team to watch. Peyton Stovall, 345. Kendall Diggs at 340. Oh, by the way, here's the star of the show, Kendall Diggs, in the uh, fourth, that fifth down the list. I mean, this is just a stout lineup uh, yeah. full of transfers, full of veterans. I mean, this is. This is impressive. Brady Slavin's bringing in the rear with 317. I mean, <laughs> come, come on. 
Yeah, no, this, and is, this is ridiculous. Really, one through seven is deadly. One hundred percent. One through seven is so deadly in that lineup. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we haven't seen Caleb Kelly a lot, but Caleb Kelly is a deadly hitter. And then you've got to get your two your two bottom guys are guys that just get on base. And because um, you really don't need them to hit homers, you just need them to get on base, take a walk, get an error, um, hit by pitch, hit a single. You know, if they're on base. You've got seven guys that can hit them home. So um, this is a really, really good team. I'm interested to see how they do against Auburn this weekend. SEC play starts. So um, people need to be paying attention to that one as well. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, this team as a whole through 16 games, well, 17 counting today, but I I don't know how many home runs we hit, but we are at 33 home runs through 16 games. That's just under two a game. Crazy, just crazy. RBIs, one hundred forty three RBIs through uh, through sixteen games. It's just they're it's really ridiculous, man. They're really really good, and uh, it's been fun to watch them. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, I don't have anything else. You got anything? That's it. I think we're about out of time. I'm gonna close out of my brackets before I start changing them, and then pull you over here. And uh, man, this was fun. Uh, a little change of scenery, doing a little bit earlier. We're going to try and get this thing out live in about an hour. That's in about an hour's time. Um, we'll uh, we'll post this dude up. So this was fun. I don't have anything else. Thank you all for listening. For sure, man. Well, guys, uh, keep listening to us. Hopefully we get past this first round and we're still, still talking next week. Um, going into the second weekend, being in Sweet 16. So uh, be cheering on those hogs. Um, and just, you know, don't get, just stay confident in them. Coach Muss is a good coach. Yep. And, uh, send us your questions, comments, concerns, pick silly podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us a DM on Twitter. You can send us a Facebook message. You can post on the Facebook. I think you can do a ton of crap, uh, where we will see it. And I encourage you to do that. So, uh, thank you all for listening. We will catch you all on the flip flip. All right. See you guys.